It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh, boy. Here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is way up. Is this is how this to do is life. how to do life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Heather. You look spectacular today. Thanks. Yeah, I read this article that said that Gen Z rules and millennials drool. Mm-hmm. And so I figured I would start dressing like a Gen Z mm-hmm. so I can be cool again. Okay. So I made my jeans look like mom jeans. Uh-huh. I rolled them up like the girls that I see at Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any of those big white sneakers mm-hmm. with the giant oh, yeah, soles. Yeah. I so I, I, But I did have um, white running shoes so mm-hmm. i wore my white running shoes nice uh-huh and um a crop top i don't really own any crop tops but you just made one i just made one yeah, you tucked I, it up. I took like this muscle shirt and i tied it in the back mm-hmm. but it's really best if i just stand up all the time guys let me remind you that this is available on facebook live <laughs> please go find it um i heard that side parts are out yeah side parts are out so i parted my hair in the middle mm-hmm. is it look i have a center part today you do too. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I don't know if short hair is supposed to be parted in the middle. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of like Urkel, but it's cool. I hear that it's cool. My this niece is great now. Me. Yeah, this is the way to be. And then the big Sarah Jesse, Sarah Jesse Raphael mm-hmm. glasses. So, yep. how am I doing? Do I, I think look, you look cute. Do I look cool? Now you are suddenly um, 20 years old. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Just like yeah. magic. Nobody would ever know. I do. I, I think it's hilarious that, you know, that. <laughs> I actually, uh, a friend in my life who is 35 years old said that this is giving her a complex and she has started parting her hair in the center. Oh my God. And I'm like, come on, you are 35, <laughs> like you're young, you know, like you're, it, this, come on people. Yeah. Wear whatever jeans you want. You don't have to yeah. wear mom jeans. Well, luckily I don't care too much about being cool, but I read the same article that everybody else read mm-hmm. about how Gen Z is telling all of the millennials how to be. Mm-hmm. And it just made me laugh. What if you're like on the edge of that? Because I mean, <laughs> I was born in 1980 well, and that's like the edge of Gen X. I was going to ask, what generation are you in? I consider myself like kind of a, a hybrid, <laughs> a hybrid between the millennials yeah, and the and the you are on the cusp. You know, like, I, I've read this little, I've read an article about, like, there's a sub-generation from, like, 78 to, like, 82 or something like that. You know, that, yeah. that we're the kids who played Oregon Trail and we were, like, using computers and whatnot, but we're also the kids who, you know, like, remember records. Right. And, you know, like, so we're, we're, I don't know, I think I was at an interesting time in technology and change and whatever. I, um, I am technically in Generation X. Because mm-hmm. I was born in 76. Mm-hmm. And so it, I, but I identify with also some of the, the next one down, millennial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I read this description, I definitely identify with being the first to play video games and the last to record songs off of the radio onto a cassette tape. Yeah, for sure. Like we talked about yeah. mm-hmm. before. 
um, going roller skating at the roller skating rink and your mm-hmm. parents just like dropping you off. I lived at the roller skating Seriously. rink. Seriously. Yeah. I had a crush on a boy there named Josh. And if you could get him to couple skate with you, Ooh. man. Wearing all white so that you glow in the dark when they turn oh, on the black yeah. lights. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. We that walked all over the neighborhood and our parents didn't know where we were. We weren't worried about being kidnapped. I told you that my parents were real weird, though, like when I was a little kid because my mom worked midnight and she was asleep and we weren't allowed to go out and wander around our neighborhood we had to stay oh, home well not when they were asleep. like like but it was daytime it was oh. like when normal people were outside like but she happened to be asleep and we weren't allowed to wander around we we, we, we were secluded sad little people we watched cartoons on saturday mornings oh yes very much so ate cereal mm-hmm. we know how to program a vcr or at least we used to we used to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um we remember the The first time we had a computer at our house. Oh, I totally remember. This guy named Dave came and set it up, and we had a little extra table that used to be our dining table that got moved into, like, a little den, and you needed the whole table. Right. It was ginormous. You needed an entire entire (laughs) kitchen table for it. Yeah, and this guy named Dave came and set it up and taught us how to uh, log on and play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that proves that you're a little bit younger than me because I played Atari. Oh, yeah. Uh, my sister had an Atari. Right. So I had an Atari in my room, um, you know, but it was a little bit dated by the time by yeah. the time I grew up. But I loved it. When Saturday morning cartoons were over, Soul Train came on. Mm. That's when you knew it was time to go outside. We watched Dukes of Hazard, Scooby-Doo, oh, yeah. Yeah, Wonder yeah, yeah. Woman, Love Boat, Three's Company. We did not necessarily have seatbelts in the car. <laughs> Definitely didn't have airbags. I had a car seat as an infant. I had an actual car seat. Now, oh, my older on. sister would tell you that she remembers just, like, being in the back hatch, you know, of, like, a pacer. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, flat, flapping around back and forth, you know, as the corners, going around the corners and whatnot, all the way to, like, D.C. from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she didn't have seatbelts. I I think I had seatbelts. Flat belts um, only, though, not shoulder belts. We had seatbelts, but we didn't use them because we sat in... What some people call the way back, we called the backpack. Mm-hmm. So we had a station wagon. And yeah, so, that's like the pacer situation. That's yeah. what my sister said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we sat back there, and um, of course, there were no seatbelts back there. We were just like a pile of puppies <laughs> rolling yeah. around in the back <laughs> while we drove around town. And yeah. we'd jump out and get our ICs and get back in. Well, so if you need a reference chart, um, if you were born between, well, anytime before 1945, you're the silent generation. Oh, you're, you're, you're we're, we're, not to, we're not allowed to make sound no, anymore? They don't, they don't do anything. Great. Um, 46 to 64, the baby boomers. Okay. Okay, boomer. We know about them. Okay, boomer. Then there's, um, then there's us, 65 to 76. Well, that's not me. Well, that's me. Uh-huh. But I'm kind of like on the cusp because uh-huh. I'm Gen X, but I also kind of identify as a millennial, which is 77 to 95. Okay. So that's, that's you. Mm-hmm. So you're, I'm an 80s that's kid and you're a 90s kid. I thought that, yeah, I thought that it, the cutoff was 80. I thought I was right on it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then now. I have to be called a millennial? Yeah. You could also be Gen Y. What's that? It's the same as a millennial. Oh, okay. I don't know why y'all have two. I don't know. And then now our kids are Gen Z. They also could be referred to as iGen or Centennials. Oh, I like iGen. Yeah. That's great. So I thought Gen Z, when people were saying Gen Z, I thought they were saying Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. 
was like, like 99 that's, problems. That's Beyonce's like we, husband, right? Like, like we were gearing up for earlier. <laughs> that's what we opened the uh, live with today, friends. Right, yeah. With 99 problems. So depending on what generation you are in might determine how you are listening to this show right now. Um, you may be on Facebook Live, so you can see my super cool uh-huh. Gen Z outfit. <laughs> I look like I'm about to walk into Trader Joe's. I uh, I don't know how I did it, but somehow I shared this to PodFest. So hopefully this will be <laughs> people from PodFest who don't know us. Right. Like Maybe we'll get some uh, some viewers to see this look. Well, I was also curious. Like We can figure out what uh, generation we're in based on our birth date, but... Sometimes, you know how you feel like you identify with a different generation? Mm-hmm. I have a quiz oh. to help you figure out what generation Love you, it when you should be quizzes. in. Okay, let's do it. So, John, are you ready with the quiz music? Here we go. All right. <laughs> let's figure out what generation. <laughs> Talking about Here we go. generation. Question one. If you have to contact a customer, which type of communication do you prefer to use? Face-to-face, email, phone, or text? I guess email. Email? Okay. Question two. Which I mean, I know that's not... Like, I would rather text them, but I, don't feel, I still don't feel like text is quite appropriate. Okay. And I think that's fair then. Okay. Which type of reward motivates you the most? Money? Vacation time? Title and recognition? Or compensation for a job well done? Like a bonus. Vacation time. Okay. What's the most important to you? That your experience is respected? That you get to do it your way and forget about the rules? That you are valued and needed in the workplace? Or that you are working with other bright and creative people? Ooh, that's a tough one. I, I like two and four. Um... I guess I would rather be with other bright, creative people even more than do it my own way. Okay. All right. I think. I don't know. Maybe not. It depends. I don't know. I'm going to go Knowing with Knowing you, I I'm think. I'm going to go with it. Okay. All right. Which type of leadership style do you most identify with? Chain of command, self-command, collaborate, or top-down? Collaborate. And listen. I'm an idea. <laughs> you have to. I can't say collaborate without saying and listen. And listen. Which best describes your interactive style? Individual, entrepreneur, pers- participative, or team player? My what? My interaction style? Yeah, interactive style. What was my choices? Individual, uh-huh. entrepreneur, pers- participative, or team player? Entrepreneur. Yeah. I, I mean, you would say that. I've owned like a bunch of businesses. Yeah. <laughs> As a teenager, did you, A, rebel and challenge authority? Did you respect your parents? Were friends more important than family? Or did you count on your parents for advice and guidance? Number one. You rebelled and challenged authority? Yeah. Okay. How often do you like to get feedback with work? All of the time? (laughs) Never. I don't want anyone to ever tell me how they think I'm doing. So feedback is not necessary? No. Okay. Leave me alone. Everybody leave me alone. Your loyalty (laughs) is towards A, the organization, B, your individual goals, C, people or projects, or D, the importance and meaning of your work. It's between myself and others. Uh, I'm going to go with myself. (laughs) 
So your individual goals? Yeah. Okay. How often do you use a computer for personal use? Every day? Every day. Okay. Well, I mean, I use my phone more. Well, here are your options. Every day, I just use it at work, seldom, or I cannot live without it. My computer? It says computer. If it's my computer, I guess I would say, you know, I use it at work more. Okay. So, yeah. And last one. How do you feel about work and money? A, work should be meaningful and money should be spent on something you love. B, work should be short so you can get onto your true interests. Money is not all that important. C, work should be as fun as possible. Life is short, so enjoy your money. Or D, work hard to be financially secure and do not waste your money. Number one. Work should be meaningful and money should be spent on something you love? Yeah. All right. So now I need to do some quick math. I, I see that I didn't fall in any category very well. I'm everything. <laughs> All right. You scored 24, which means you are a baby boomer. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. I was wrong. Nope. You're a traditionalist. You're the silent generation. Oh, I'm even older. You fit best with people born between 1922 and 1945. This seems right. I love old people. You are a person of high values and character. Family, your country, loyalty, and hard work are important to you. You're willing That's why to I don't do like the, the right. Memes. You're willing to do the right thing when it is difficult. Oh my God! We just did a show about that. So there you go, guys. I am old. Old. <laughs> old. 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 We will find a way to put this quiz up online so y'all can yes. take it too yes. but congratulations you are a, a traditionalist i, I am old i am that. silent i wouldn't have either <laughs> that is not what i thought i would be at all but it feels right all right congratulations you're a winner that's Thank the end you. of our quiz <laughs> you know i think anyone that you would have read me would have felt right but um well yeah i'm I gonna mean, go with that i like being i like being you are old grandma you're curmudgeon Woo-hoo, very good <laughs> all right thanks john well, perfect. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, you know, as you can see, generations are somewhat hazy. I would not and have older pegged than you. My parents. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, don't we love having relationships with people who are in different generations? I, mean, I some do. Some of your closest and friends. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to value that. And I honestly think that losing my parents made that a lot more valuable. You yeah. Know? Um, like, when I was younger, and like like I've told you about my great-grandma who lived to be 102, I never wanted to go visit her. I never wanted to talk to her. I never wanted to hear her stories. I just wasn't, you know. But now, I am fascinated by, like, my 22-year-old babysitter. She's just fascinating. She's beautiful, and she's smart, and she's, like, she treats me like I'm her mother. Like, she's like, you're so neat. Like, you're such a grown-up. And, 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 and I love her. Like, I, I love She's like, you're, like, the best mom. Like, and, and I'm like, thanks, we are. Like, so great. And I also love, like, my far older friends who make me feel very young. Yeah. And actually, um, a mutual friend of ours, Liz, um, Liz Jameson, uh-huh. posted yeah. something the other day where she was, she posted a David Sedaris video. Uh-huh. We should try to find it and put it on our page. Um where he was talking about his visit to the Apple store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I commented to Liz. I said, you know, I'm at the age right now where I can communicate with the Dillons who work at the Apple store. And I can communicate with the Mabels who right, don't yeah. know how to. Like, like, so I really kind of dig this age because I still feel like I really 
can connect with the really young people, especially because I have children who are really young, you know. And then I can also connect with older generations. I think that we're very multi-generational. I love being multi-generational. And, you know, and I love generation studies where I can get to know about what motivates different people and, you know, what 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 historical events shaped their lives Mm -hmm. and so why they do what they do and understanding the time period in which they were growing up Mm -hmm. and then also how the generation before them who was parenting them Mm -hmm. tried to correct what they thought was wrong in their upbringing and of course as we all know that gets screwed up and then you overcorrect and you end up doing the pendulum swing yeah we've talked about that before about that you know like everybody's like my parents were divorced. I'm never going to get divorced. And so then these people come in and they like tough out and have these terrible marriages. Right, yeah. And then the next generation is like, you know what? My parents stayed together and they hated each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm never getting married. <laughs> I'm never getting married. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and we just all do exactly the opposite of the generation before us. Yeah. It is neat to watch how those shape each other. Like those boomers, they grew up watching the depression era people who kept everything and hoarded everything and they were like okay do we keep everything do we you know like and then our generation came along and we get rid of everything we're like Uh we don't want any of your crap dishes and we don't want your china and we don't want you know like so it it is definitely it, it moves generationally and it's not just your family it's not just like it's a part of culture yeah it's a part of society yeah it's really neat I think I enjoy embracing all of that and and looking for the joy that each generation brings. I think that we have a lot of times when we feel competitive about the generations and like the Gen Z's telling the millennials that they're stupid and, you know, and, and or like looking down on boomers and acting like, you know, they're dumb and they don't know anything. But I like to find the joy in each other. I think that the younger people always want to tell the older people why they are better. Like they're trying to always bust out of the older people's shadow but the older people the older I get the less I care and so I can assume that the boomers if I'm like okay boomer I assume that they're like okay 40 year old right yeah like you know get some life experience yeah. behind you yeah, and well, then we'll talk and that's how I feel about you know like oh my god your side part I'm like okay you know like <laughs> your opinion means absolutely nothing to me and that's some of know? the joy of being in an older generation is you just don't really care anymore you don't care anymore except for me who obviously wants to be yeah, cool yeah so I'm very like very a, cool just like a gen z no i did see one where a woman had posted like hey gen z you know you might not like our side parts but we still love you and we have a lot to learn from you because you guys are you know like socially progressive and blah 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 and look i'm for all that like that's great you know like well that's a perfect transition into what i wanted to share next which was the contributions that each generation has brought Mm -hmm. and this is part of your homework for this week don't forget your homework all right guys so yeah you have your generational pride and take the quiz and find out what generation you really should identify with or you you might identify with and then go out and try to cultivate relationships with people who are in different generations mm-hmm. than you and and get to know what life was like when they were growing up why they feel the way that they feel and what they are proud about in their own generation and consider these Baby boomers. You know, we think about baby boomers just being the people who won't retire already and move out so that we can (laughs) all come and work. They can't. They can't because of, well, well, we won't go into that. (laughs) But they grew up in the television age. They watched mass media 
emerge from their living rooms. Mm -hmm. They were the first to embrace sex-driven, racially integrated rock and roll. I mean, they were pretty edgy, you know, for as much flack as we give them now. Elvis, Jimi Hendrix, the Beatles, Mm -hmm. all of it came from the baby boomers. And they were the world's first true mass media audience. And then they had to grow up. And they had to raise us, the Gen Xers. (laughs) And good luck with that, guys. Way to go. And you can see how that went. Gen Xers, we are known for having minimal adult supervision because our parents were workaholics. And so we really got independent. And we learned how important work-life balance was because we saw our parents working all the time. We were latchkey kids. We were latchkey kids. Mm -hmm. But we also appreciate informality. We're technologically technologically adept, we're flexible, we're educated, predominantly raised in two-parent working households. Mm -hmm. And so we can bring independent thought, self-sufficiency, and we are really good at prioritizing. Yeah, because give us that. Because we had to figure out our own priorities. Although that's not my generation. (laughs) My generation is much older, but... And then, of course, our the Gen Xers' younger siblings Mm -hmm. that we don't understand are the millennials. And these guys are so well taken care of that they really have an appreciation for life as an experience, food as an experience. They never want to leave their parents' insurance plans (laughs) or homes. Yeah, they but don't even want to get driver's licenses. They're they have amazing. an increased demand for wholesome food. I really appreciate. Yeah, this. I think that's great. They embrace minimalism. Mm-hmm. Yep. They use social media and the internet as business. Yes. Ways to communicate and do business. They are starting to dominate the re- remote work scene, which, as we've seen, has become a must-have in this COVID world that we live in so much faster than we ever expected needing to be able to work remotely and trust each other Mm -hmm. to do our work without having eyes on each other, which freaks out the baby boomers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But these, these guys are confident. They're ambitious. They're achievement oriented. They have high expectations because their parents cheered them on Mm -hmm. because they had already raised their first kids, the Gen Zs, and so they could lighten up a little for the second round, (laughs) the millennials. (laughs) And then we've got Gen Z, who are, of course, our kids, you know, the ones we're raising, the ones we're teaching. Um, You know, these kids are growing up in a world where someday they're going to be called the pandemic kids. Yeah. You know, they are in a post-911 world. Terrorism and school shootings are a reality. I remember, like, when my daughter was born in the, you know, late late aughts yeah in the late aughts and i remember thinking she's gonna think i'm so old because i was born like in the 19s <laughs> and it is coming to fruition every day every day you know like she's like back in the 1900s right and you go yeah that wasn't that was long a ago. Thing. like and you're like yeah that I mean, it was 20 years ago right exactly but like because we are alive and we are coming of age during this shift because we were born in the late one thing and now we are like adults with children in the early something else you know like it's just an interesting time to be alive and it's like we're never gonna we're always gonna be super super old to uh-huh. anybody who who doesn't have a 19 it in their birthday you know mm-hmm. like we're gonna always be old we're yeah. gonna always be old because we were born in the 
nine. I read about went, somebody who nines. went and they were no. like buying beer or something and they got carded and she held up her card, her license, and the checkout girl says, oh, I just needed to see the one. <laughs> if it starts with a one, you're old enough to buy yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if it wow, if it starts with a one. You're, you're very old. <laughs> you're very, very old. Yeah. So to wrap this all up, you know, I've mentioned this before, but I have my grandmother's diary from when she was 15 years yes, old. Yes, you have mentioned this. 1942 and, or 48. And reading this helps me understand her and appreciate her in such a different way because I'm reading about life from my grandmother's 15-year-old perspective. And it is just a wonderful reminder that age is just a number. Right. Your generation is just a label. And you can participate in all of them on the same day if you want to. Mm -hmm. And so I really hope that at some point during the week, you can see somebody through the eyes of their context, how they grew up, what shaped them, And before jumping to a conclusion about what they're going to think because of what age they are, be curious about what can I learn, what do you bring, and how can we put our strengths together. And until next time, don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.